coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. We're done with toads. Now we're all about poplins. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I'm always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great. I saw something really magical today that I want to share with you. Very good. Um, I saw online somebody posting a picture of a Cooking Mama DS Like a special tattoo. edition? Oh, oh, okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I was picturing on, hardware. Yes. Okay. No, yes. no. This was on somebody's arm. Uh-huh. As far as... And look, not everything that you see on the internet is real, but I want to mm. believe that right. this is real. It was the Cooking Mama DS, like box art yes. from the Nintendo DS, Right. but it was on somebody's arm. I mean, I would believe that. Yeah. that that's a cool tat. Like That makes me think... If I don't have any tattoos, right? If Patrick, if you were going to get a video game tattoo, yeah, what would you get? One up mushroom. A one up mushroom. That's pretty good. I mean, that, I've I've thought about doing this before. Getting, oh, okay, like, all right. You already pic- knew the, the the pixelated like eight bit, probably the sixteen bit um one up mushroom. Uh huh. I think that's pretty good. I don't know where I would get it. Is the thing mm, like mm. anywhere seems stupid. <laughs> Uh, do do you have? I mean, I know like, I I like the Triforce, but that feels trite, mm-hmm. you know. I yeah, I mean, I think all of that can look really cool. Here's the thing: I don't. Here's a character that I don't really care about, and I might even get the his name wrong. Okay. Okay. Kind of want to get Silvando. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go. <ahead. laughs> no, I was gonna say, um, uh, Biggs the cat. Yeah, I think it's just Big the Cat. See, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the Sonic franchise. Uh huh. Because uh, he's so dumb looking. He's really dumb looking. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be funny. You know, Captain Toad would be a pretty good. Oh, uh, tattoo that would as be well. very good. And then yeah. you could get him like somewhere hidden that like you have to reveal that like here's where the Captain Toad is. Yeah, that's right. Um, Mark, you know that I have been uh paying attention to this uh, Metal Gear Solid collection, right? I yes. Um and that I'm interested in it and I'm going to buy it on some platform. I don't think it's going to be Switch. Um but one of the things that I was complaining about was that it does not include the Metal Gear Solid VR missions, a a separate right. release, right? Uh-huh. Um turns out it does. Wait, what? I know. This is something that they've not been like advertising or saying and it's not it doesn't it's not like included as its own like separate thing that you choose they're ashamed of it you go into metal gear solid and then like the vr missions are all in there whoa yeah and it says this in the product description on the playstation store but i've not i've literally seen it nowhere else that all of the vr missions are there okay so is it because you have a psvr the original Okay, I'm going to jump in here because they are not actually VR experiences. Oh. They are VR for the character of Solid Snake, but you're still playing a video game. <laughs> it's not a VR game. And I understand oh, that uh-huh. could be confusing. Yes. Yes. I see. Yeah. 
Okay, I somehow, uh, and the math is loose here, but somehow I think that that existing puts us in a better position for that like Metroid collection that you've been talking about, where it's like Metroid Pinball. Yeah. Me- um, well, this is the Metroid Prime trilogy asterisk. Yeah, as Metroid Prime Pinball, Metroid Prime Hunters, and Metroid Prime Federation. Forces. Yeah. See, yeah. I think. Uh, we are now primed yeah. for Nintendo to announce a Perfect. Metroid Prime Use trilogy. Use of language, Mark. <laughs> Metroid Prime trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then we'll ask these same questions. Where's Metroid Prime Pinball? Yep. Where's Metroid Prime Hunters? And then they'll release it. Right. And they'll be on there. And everyone will be happy. And you won't need a VR headset for it because that's not really what VR no. mission means anyways. Right, right. Exactly. But so that's uh, so that was my that was my number one... Uh, Metal Gear Discovery today. Mark, I've made a second Metal Gear Solid Discovery today. And it is that Konami has announced a Metal Gear Solid fragrance. A unisex cologne. Perfect for the holidays. Perfect for the holidays for the Metal Gear Solid fan in your life. Um, uh, and I, 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 I'm wondering, you're not that familiar with the Metal Gear franchise. No. Right? So it wouldn't be fun to make me... For to have me make you guess what the name of the fragrance is, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, it's it's Shadow Moses, the name of the island that you go to in the first one, um, and then return to in four. Uh, but yeah, there's a Metal Gear Solid fragrance called Shadow Moses. Called Shadow Moses. Ooh, that's good. And it's themed after the like the the scent is themed after the island itself. So it's like tropical. No, because it's like a snowy. We should play Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> that's what I'm getting from this. I guess I should know this because that's the level in Super Smash Brothers. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, but I mean, like, th- what's funny is there are a couple of, like, scents that are, uh, like, I, I mostly think, like, that should smell like cardboard box and cigarettes, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's... Yes. It, or should Those like, would have been my guesses as somebody yeah. who's not that familiar with the series. Um, but it, uh, it's maybe impossible to tell. I feel like I need to get my hands on some of this stuff because um, it'll be uh, fun and funny. Um, but if you want to help us do that, you can go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Cartridge Society uh, and check out what we have to offer there if you are supporting us at the 8-bit or 16-bit levels. Um, you can check out uh, the NCS Goes Broadway. It's a miniseries that we are currently uh, approaching the end of where we talk about Broadway musicals and, of course, off-Broadway musicals such as... The last five years. Yes. Well, and I was going to say, and such as uh, November's entry, which I guess did come to Broadway eventually, but it started off Broadway, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Uh, very fun episode. Very fun musical. Looking forward to that releasing in just a little bit. But then uh, this is your last opportunity. If you are a Patreon subscriber or if you've been thinking about becoming a Patreon subscriber and you need a little push, you only have a few more days to vote to decide what the next miniseries will be. Yep, so get on over to Nintendo Cartridge or uh, patreon.com slash Nintendo Cartridge Society uh, and vote. You can vote regardless of what level you are uh, are supporting us at. It's open to all levels. Dan asked if that was part of the chaos. It is. It's planned. We like it that way. Um, so get in there and help determine what we're going to be talking about for the next six months or whatever um and then also we've got a discord where people are talking about nintendo and talking about this show 
and uh, talking about what we're talking about in 433. It's a good time um, to get in there. All you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com, and we will send you an invitation. Mark, we've got a new Mario game to talk about. Oh, man. I'm excited. Let's do it. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Released October 20th, 2023. Here we are a couple days later. We have been playing it. Uh, Mark, where are you? I want to get like... Uh, just like overall kind of snapshots because we've not talked about it much on this show. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, I guess we talked uh, about it a little bit as we discussed the developer interviews um, around it. But, uh, you know, how how are you feeling, just generally speaking, and where are you in the game right now? Yeah, I have not beaten the game. So I am... Oh, <clears throat> before we dive into details, I don't... F- so... Generally speaking, yeah, I would say a, that a, like yeah. a Super Mario Brothers 2D side scroller does not necessarily warrant um spoiler warnings, but a lot of the fun of Super Mario Brothers Wonder yes. is the joy of discovery and surprise. And so if you haven't played the game or you are a little bit worried about that, I think we're just going to talk freely about our experience and so that will be things that happen in specific levels. You know, I I don't know the names of levels off the top of my head, so we're not going to probably be, like, calling that out. But generally speaking, I think we're just going to talk freely about our experience and the things that we've seen and done. Yes. So I guess general, like, blanket spoiler warning, um, depending on your experience and want with the game. Well, so uh, just to uh, sort of tag on to that, I have beaten Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I did it just a couple hours ago before I came over to, to record. And there is something that happens in the end of the game that I, uh, if I do spoil it here, I will, you know, like uh, flashing red lights and like uh, sirens and stuff. You will know um, because it is one of those surprises that Mark, you're, you're sort of alluding to um, that. I think we will mention the surprises as they appear throughout the game, just sort of generally, uh, but the sort of end game, uh, situation there. I I will not spoil unless like yeah, because I'm not even sure I want to know. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm eager to talk about it with someone, but I don't want to uh, remove that experience uh, for you or dull that experience for you. Um, so I, I I'll speak about it more generally in a way that I don't think will uh will 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 ruin it. But yeah, generally speaking, uh, it's a Mario platformer. So like Bowser's there. Uh huh. You know, there's a desert world. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, and and so that's actually exactly where I am. I'm in the desert world, which is the fourth world, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was ex- I was really excited for this game when it was announced in June. Um, it was kind of like a momentous occasion to be experiencing a new type of Mario platformer. Yes. It was a big deal when New Super Mario Brothers was revealed and released in 2006, and it's a big deal when the New Super Mario Brothers series is kind of being retired for something new. Yes. And uh, when I first started Wonder, I enjoyed it, but I uh, I was kind of like overwhelmed with the... the newness of it. Now that's interesting. And the ways that it is different from mm-hmm. like Mario platformers of the past. 
but the more that and I, I never like disliked it but it took me a while to i guess like um uh i don't know settle into it that's not really the right that's, word that's so interesting because i i feel like I didn't see the depths of how it was different until a little ways in. Oh, yeah. Inter- my, my experience early on was being like, oh, maybe this is kind of new Super Mario Brothers E. See, that is really interesting because m- my experience was the opposite, where I started and was like, oh, does this feel like Mario to me? Whoa. Like, or does this, is this, what is this? Yeah. And then it, it was after playing Jack for a while. Jack Skellington after It was only after playing it for a while that like the pieces that were um kind of jarring for me I began to uh, like appreciate and then I'm I have just like really embraced it and I really love it but yeah in the beginning I did find it a little bit jarring can you and it's okay if you can't because I understand that some of this is just like a vibes thing but can you identify any of the things that didn't feel yes, like Mario there are like two pieces yeah. one and they're both things that I really love now but in the beginning uh I found yeah, I was just kind of like, is this Mario? One is the sound design and the music. Yeah. So in a Mario game, 2D platformer previously, the like background music of a level was incredibly prominent. That I would say, you know, that was like the primary thing that you were hearing. Yeah. And that is not the case in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. The sound design, the sound like mixing what is important and elevated in a level is uh varies and yeah. it varies uh by lo- level by level and it also varies within levels and if you're playing online and you know like there's all these different and what power up you have and what power yeah. up you have and so uh the game is incredibly musical in ways mm-hmm. that uh it wasn't before and so it just means that and dynamic in that musicality too that like um it's uh i mean let's let's pull the the bandaid off of this one and just discuss it now um but the uh the second level wonder flower effect um the piranha plants like jump out of their pipes and start singing a song to you and they're actually singing that song so if you run away from them the song the 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 volume of their singing goes down if you kill them they stop singing because they're dead they don't exist dead. anymore <laughs> yeah um but like that's that's all part of it that the soundscape is unfolding for Mario or whoever whoever you're playing as um as it is for you um and so it all feels like more diegetic to the experience of the the game feels yes. more experiential to me absolutely in a lot of ways uh and the music is a prime example of that yeah you know one thing that uh i think the p switch or you know like the switch you hit to make coins yeah. appear for a while is a really good example of it they've changed the music from like the traditional P switch music. And to me, it's much more like Looney Tunes, like classic, like Looney Tunes, a little like zanier, yeah, a little okay. like uh, more uh, a, a, like faster tempo, uh, a little bit more intense. Or like when you ground pound and you, if you're like doing, yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know, like roll. there's just all of these new sounds. And that, that took me a little bit to get used to. Not that, uh, it didn't feel necessarily right off the bat like Mario to me. Yeah. Like the t- traditional new Super Mario Brothers or even, you know, like Mario Brothers, the overworld theme is uh, prominent. And so so that was one. Yeah. Well, and uh, I'll just also add on to that, that some of the sound effects, too, are uh, given a more sort of like analog quality to them. Um, if you kind of like 
really pay attention to like in new super mario brothers or even in like odyssey or galaxy when you're throwing fireballs it is like a variation on that like 8-bit or 16-bit like putt 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 sound um and they've like drastically changed that here not and like the character of it is the same but it is no longer in that sort of like 18-bit 16-bit fidelity um so like every the coin collection sound the jump sound all of it is altered ever so slightly to feel more organic and less like a video game and then the the other piece of it was playing online so from the beginning i had like online enabled so i was seeing other players shadows Mm -hmm. and that also felt weird to me because i i don't know it just wasn't like the with all, all of this it wasn't like bad it was just I was wrapping my head around all of it, like the right, entire thing. Right, right. And the online specifically, like the only way I want to play this game right now is uh online. Because I think it's so much fascinating. I think it's so much fun yeah. to see the other like player shadows, to see people running around, to see people helping each other, like in the search party levels. Yep. And uh, everybody's communicating with like smiley faces because that's the old or like crouching. Right. So that's like the only thing you can do. But in the beginning, it was. You could send music notes you or you could send. send is there notes. like a question block? Uh-huh, and there's, uh-huh. there's one more thing that you can uh, emote with. But just like having other players like running around and yeah. sometimes they'd be in the foreground or the back background like um it just it took me a little bit of getting used to like playing a mario game that way but now it, it i can't imagine playing it offline which i've done a little bit here and there but i prefer it online um i've only i've probably flipped that that i've i've mostly done offline but have like dipped into the um to the online when uh when like i get into some of the later levels and uh you know i want to be precise um or need to be precise that's kind of when i'm like uh you know what I'll, I'll turn off the uh the the ghosts and then i just don't turn it back on um now that i have finished the game and i'm like running back through levels uh picking up stuff that i i missed because you know I, I didn't get everything on my first time through maybe this is the perfect time to like turn that back on and just like see other people collecting stuff um okay so those were the two things that to you at first were like this is not Mario. It doesn't it doesn't feel like a Mario game. Right, right, right. And so uh and honestly like in the beginning the first couple of levels, you know, like that second wonder flower uh that you hit the and it turns plants, into yep. like the singing piranha plants delightful. But there were a few in there that I was like, I don't know, this is just kind of feeling like uh I don't know, I like the wonder flowers. I'm not that crazy about this. I mean, I I, I will say that like the wonder flower as a concept very good uh and there are some of the coolest things i've experienced in games uh, as like as the result of a wonder flower but some of them yeah kind of just are like uh yeah a lot of stars fall from the sky in this one you know <laughs> i yeah but that's how i felt in the beginning and i think some of the like weaker ones are in the beginning but then the more i play the more i'm delighted and surprised by some yeah. of them and they yeah. make me laugh or you know like uh when mario just turns into a big block and you have yeah. to like jump around or he turns into they love this one i think they use it twice when you turn into uh one of those big jumpy enemies that jump when you jump oh yeah you can just like 
go infinitely basically yep, yep, until yep. you want to stop. Hoppy cat. Hoppy cat. Yep. And there's the giant hoppy cat like that one. When you turn into a balloon guy and you're just bouncing around all yep, over. Th- those I mean, are it's, fun. They're just like it's it's all so of the good. Transformation ones I think are are actually quite fun. Um, like I and I, I wonder if that's just like something they learned from Odyssey where they're like, oh yeah, it's fun to be an enemy for like one level for one little stretch one little uh like accomplishment one goal of of a level um there's one of my favorite transformations and they also do this one a couple times um you turn into like a little blob like a a a red blob or at least i was playing as mario so it was red um and he would like sticks to uh walls and like uh ceilings and stuff um and i absolutely loved it uh and then ugh, there's another one that i don't want to spoil and it's in the uh the the lava level so i won't um but there's a uh it's a level where you are uh, keep encountering these um dragon skeletons that are like curled up in a in mostly a, a circle shape but there's like a little cutout um and it does something to transform that experience Fun. in a way that's uh like super great uh like i it was it brought me like giggling joy uh when it happened so you've beaten it yes and so what was you were saying you know your experience from the beginning you were like oh this is just a mario game and then the further you got into it it felt more like a uh, change yeah i mean I, i would say that it took me getting to um maybe the second world so like uh the the fluff puff um peak uh, and the uh, specifically getting to the uh, challenging level in the special world off of uh, Fluff Puff Peak, uh, which is the first time I had like a kind of like pull my hair out. I can't believe how hard this level is experience um, uh, that I just loved uh, and was like laughing maniacally while like trying to keep up with it and being like, all right, this time let's go. Um and I found that I was having more experiences like that, even when they weren't uh, those like ultra challenging bits um, that uh, the game was finding like even more surprising ways to engage me than I was in the first um, the first little bit. I do still find uh, I, I love this game. I, I, th- I think it's fantastic. But I do still find that like every now and then when I've been playing for like an hour and a half or something, I get that same sort of like uh drag on my enthusiasm as i would like playing a new super mario brothers game um and maybe it just means i haven't hit like the right uh combination of you know wonderful hour experiences and also i do well, go, go ahead it's uh, it seems like you you want to tag on to that no no i i <laughs> this feels like we're jumping to the end but i am loving super mario brothers wonder yes but this is the first time that i've played a 2d mario game and I have thought, I think actually maybe I like 3D Mario better now. Uh, well, that, that, that's interesting because I feel like the new Super Mario Brothers games are, look, they, at, at, at their best, they feel pretty good to me, right? Um, and I, I feel like they never even engaged in that question, right? Like you play new Super Mario Brothers Wii and you're like, this is fun. I'm enjoying this, but it never makes you say, "Now is this uh, is this better or is Galaxy better?" You're just like, <laughs> "Galaxy's better." Um, but uh, I, and and I think part of the like reason that you could even like make the argument that 2D Mario, you know, a- as a genre is better, is because like two of the best games ever made, Super Mario Brothers three and Super Mario World, are you know among that class. Um, but I mean, I I agree with you. This feels like the 
realization of the best of 2D Mario. And I'm like, yeah, but I think Odyssey's better. Well, and I think you can start making, in a weird way, you can start making those more direct comparisons because, like we were talking about on Tuesday's episode, they've started drawing a lot of inspiration from 3D Mario and that idea of like, uh, discovery and surprise and all of that stuff. Right. And like, like no more time limits so uh-huh. you can explore the area. And it works great. Like I I've I really am loving this game, but it's making me realize how well real uh how like well developed those I those same concepts and ideas yeah. are in a game like Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean I, I think I think I agree with you that I do I come away from this going like I liked uh, 3D Mario better, but uh, this game is uh, amazing. It's amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like on 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 the uh, on the note of you know, I would be playing for like an hour and a half or two hours and be like, oh, you know, maybe I can like stop this and do something else. Um, the game never suggests that, um, which and maybe Nintendo's just been moving away from this uh, in the last couple of years. But the last time I played a uh, new 2D Mario game was. Super, new Super Mario Brothers uh, U Deluxe. I guess the the original. I don't actually have uh, Deluxe. You do. I don't. Um, but it will ask you every like forty five minutes, like, "Hey, do you think you should take a break?" Um, and what was it that I was, it was something on three DS that I was playing where every time it suggested it, I was like, "Yep, okay, great. Uh, I'll I'll put I'll put this I'll put this down. I'll put it away." Might have been a Fire Emblem or like Link Between Worlds or something. Um, and uh, you know, I was like playing for like kind of a long stretch last night and. Uh, and it, it would like was struck by the fact that the game hadn't suggested that I stop playing it. it just seems like Nintendo's over that now. Yeah, that what a weird because I I absolutely remember that from the Wii era and how funny that it and, happened and, all and the way DS up through 3DS, the yeah. like 3DS era. So it was mm-hmm. not that long ago that Nintendo right. would like interrupt your experience with a picture of an open window and like a curtain <laughs> flapping in the breeze right to, to, you know to, to like tell you to touch you grass go, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a, a i mean it's a, a fairly humiliating experience every time it pops up <laughs> not as bad as the netflix are you still watching this like is are you for real that you've been <laughs> that you've been binging this many episodes on purpose <laughs> um there was i was watching something on peacock i was watching uh, 30 rock um and it came up with that little prompt of like, are you still watching? But just like played the episode. Like it didn't, it didn't pause it. <laughs> I wonder if I had said like, no, that it would have like undone that progress. Uh, so that, like, sure. You know, yeah. Go uh-huh. those episodes. But it's funny that it was like, are you still watching? Uh, because I'm still playing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm still going to show these ads. Right. We're going to count this as revenue. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's the difference between Netflix and have ads. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. You are correct. Um, but yeah, so uh, th- this does seem like a game that Nintendo is uh, content to have you uh, binge or play in whatever uh, lengths you want. Let's talk about uh, some of the new things in the game. Yes. So let's talk about the n- new enemy types. Mm-hmm. Because there are so... There's a ton of them in this game. And, you know, I I realized that I, in a lot of ways, like a Mario 2D platformer traditionalist or was up until this point. Mm. Because I, I feel this way with uh, power-ups and I feel this way with, like, new enemies. Like, in the... I can't even remember, really, in the new Super Mario Brothers series if there were new enemy types. But 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that's where you get like variations on like thwomps and stuff, but like everything else is mostly as it always is. And yeah. I feel like in the new Super Mario Brothers series, personally, other than the propeller hats and possibly like sometimes I thought the tiny mushrooms were a fun challenge tiny to like mushrooms are to fun. make it yeah. through a level uh, far enough to get to the like tiny mushroom entrance. Uh, but otherwise, I kind of feel like the power-ups introduced in that game are duds. Squirrel suit and propeller hat are too dang similar. Um, and uh, I mean, let's just be honest, the penguin suit looks dumb. The penguin suit is not great. And like ice flower. Fine. Uh, yeah, I sure. Okay. Um, but so uh, I guess before, because they, they, there are far fewer um, power-ups than there are. Um, uh, enemies. enemies, but let's let's just talk about the new power ups because there's really only three, right? Right, elephant, uh-huh. uh huh, bubble, bubble, and, and drill. drill. Um, and and I guess like drill is even kind of just like a, a variation on um a Super Mario Galaxy um power up, maybe Galaxy Two, I forget. Um, but uh, that was one. The the drill was a power up that I remember seeing in the like lead up to the release and being like, that'll be fun. That'll be cool. But I actually find its implication to be like kind of limiting um, and not really that much fun. Um, but the elephant is like my default. Like, elephant is so fun. Elephant's so fun. Just having that like front attack, you know, is it's, it's very much like the Cape or like Tanuki or whatever, but just being that much bigger uh, I don't know. It just feels great. I feel like they do such a um good job with the elephant because I can imagine a version of it where it like makes you slow, yeah, and the you can't jump as high and yes. all that kind of stuff. And they don't do they don't do any that at all. That. No, they're and just like he's bigger. He's got a trunk, uh, and that's it. He can still go through pipes, uh -huh. you know, like all that kind of stuff. And it's also so much funnier as an elephant. <laughs> it, 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 so it may so it's like the perfect implementation of that. It doesn't limit. Mm -hmm. It just adds to the fun instead of like limiting your ability to do yes. what Mario. Yes. What like Mario does well, which is fun platforming. Um, and then there's the bubble flower, um, which at first I w I was not happy about bubble flower. Now it's sort of my preferred. When I'm not like running through as like uh the the elephant, um, it it's my preferred like extra kind of attack. Like, like I think it's better than fire flower. And what is it about? Because I've I have not used bubble that much. I think when I first got bubble, and what I remember from the like presentations is that you could use it as for like an extra jump. But I don't really That's think it's tricky very to do. good for that. Yeah, it's. It, I will agree that it is not very good for that. What it's great for is like running around and just like throwing out two bubbles and knowing that enemies will encounter those bubbles shortly and you're just taking them out preemptively. You're like, anyone who's going to get in my way, I'm just going to take you down now. It's also uh, really good at uh, getting rid of enemies that are tough to kill otherwise, where like you have to jump on them a weird way or they take a couple different like fireballs or whatever. Um, you can just like you know, mute them really fast. And if I'm remembering right, the bubbles kind of like go towards an enemy when they get close. Yeah, if, if they're like a little bit above or a little bit below uh, or even just like a, a little bit away when they stop moving, they will sort of, uh, yeah, home in on, on, on the enemies. So, so three like pretty good entries. I agree with you, the drill, um, probably like my least favorite. Yeah, well, and the, the drill is the most where it's like, they set up a puzzle that you need to solve with the drill, and it's not like 
hard to do it. You're just like, oh, I need the drill for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so it just it just feels like a, a, a little less fun than, than the other two. Let's, I have a list here of all of the new enemies. Oh my God. Uh, so should we just quickly run through, well, I, by saying I have a list, I'm looking at Screen Rant's list. Of all of the new enemies. Oh, very good. So, I, and I am on the uh, Mario wiki right now. Okay, great. The Super, uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder new enemies. Should we just run through them real quick? Uh, sure. Okay, so Hoppy Cats. Already mentioned, uh, they're they're great. Uh, when you jump, they jump. I. It's such a fun, like sometimes it's just such a fun puzzle to try to yes. figure out like the timing of it. Right. And be like, okay, so I need to like get him up on that platform. So I got to jump to make him do that. I also like the, uh, the level where there's like a platform that you're riding and there's a hoppy cat that like lives yes. inside it. So yes. you jump to you, shoot, like, shoot it out cat. like a cannon. Yep. Yeah. That one's fun. Uh, con darts. They're like the birds that land in. They'll go in your direction and kind of like stick to the ground. You can yeah. Just... They're, they're, they're kind of like mini thwomps in that way. I don't particularly care for con darts. Yeah. Uh, the melon piranha plants that shoot watermelon seeds. Mm, that seems like a lateral move from... <laughs> <laughs> you can jump on the seeds. Yes, the seeds don't hurt you. I feel like I if you like land you right on top of it, okay, they okay. don't hurt you. But if you encountered it from the side, maybe um, it would. Conks. So these are like thwomps that move around. and oh, yeah. uh, Those are fun. Uh, they target like specifically where you are. I like that they slice through the jelly that you're like swimming through. I uh-huh. think I think that's very cool uh, and very Super Mario Land two e. Like it feels very much like the sap in those tree levels. Mumsies, these are the tall mummies yeah. that you can pull and unwrap. Uh, these guys are super fun. I always forget as I'm like pulling their loose threads that like. I can jump and, like, go to other platforms and stuff. I'm always looking for, like, a long enough runway. Yes, yeah, totally. Um, even though you de- totally don't need to do that. And also, I throw fireballs at them a lot to, like, just bounce them away so then I can grab their uh, loose threads and, and unravel them. I like that this grabbing thing is a mechanic throughout yes. the game. Like, there are areas where there's just these, like, handles that you grab onto, yeah. yeah, and you pull them, and something happens when you do. Sometimes yep. levels are built around you needing to pull them before, you know, like an enemy or something mm-hmm. um, traps you. Uh, mamas. Mamas. I think the mama, mamas are hilarious. <laughs> um, they they look so derpy when they're <laughs> they just, like, do. walking yep. around, their big dumb tongue sticking out, and then they see something that they want to eat, and their eyes go wide, and so does their jaw. <laughs> Um, and then they just like run towards the thing that they're trying to eat. It's very funny to me. Uh, the snails, there's snails all over this game. Yeah. Big snails, little snails. Yeah. And the snails like introduce a level of, um, 3d to the game that like, cause they will climb up like things that are like platforms that are, are effectively in the background, right? Like they will create, um, a, a thing that you can jump on. That's like not part of the interactable plane yes yeah exactly it's like i i think what you're describing is like imagine there is a background level Mm -hmm. where there's like a wall or a pipe or something yeah and the snail is climbing up it vertically and so because its shell like comes into your plane yes you can then jump yes on the snail's shell right so you can interact with those things that are in like a plane behind the plane that you're currently on um this one doesn't have 
the I know these have a name, but they're not. It's not named on this list. But it's the the ones that run away from you. The kind oh, of yeah. like the big, um, the big squirrels that uh, spit uh, skedaddlers. <laughs> yes, yeah, skedaddlers love a skedaddler. Skedaddlers are very funny. They're very weird. They have a turtle shell on their back. Uh-huh. Does that make any sense to you? <laughs> and then uh, blomps. Which or one? bloomps. What's a bloomps? Bloom? It's like the big uh, balloon fish oh, creatures. They're, those, they're wonderful. I love bloomps. They make dumb little fart noises <laughs> when you jump on them. But you can jump on them, and there's like... Uh, In um, fact, you have to. You have to? Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, there, there's also the uh, the armads, the like armadillo guys that are you know kind of uh, Koopa-y in that like you reduce them to a shell and then like... Uh, throw them around. What are I don't think they're on this list, but what is the name of the um uh? There's like the little enemies that have like the ripcord type thing, and you pull them back, and they have to face a certain direction. Then yeah. they like take off and those, start like rolling. Those are revers. Those are good too. Um, yeah, the uh, dry bones like wheeled enemies where you pull a chain and then they uh they uh run uh whatever direction they're pointed. Um, I really liked. Hold on, I just lost them. Oh, I mean, obviously, bull rushes um, uh-huh. that uh, uh, used frequently in um, Wonder Flowers is like a, a stampede of them. Um, fun to like ride around on. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, those like purple hippo hippo ball type things. I don't even know if I'd call those enemies the hoppos. But yeah, they're just <laughs> they. Uh, they just bounce you around. Is is, is uh, short for hopopotamus. <laughs> uh, I like those guys too. I like that they're just like. Uh, gently walking around until you like hop on them, and then they're like, "Whoa, Whoa! here I go!" <laughs> yep, yep. Um, they're very good. Um, the uh, noshers, um, they're like chain chomps, but without a chain, and they like fly, and they can like chomp through blocks uh, and platforms that you may need to uh, ride around on. Um, uh, of course, uh, Koopas on roller skates. Oh my gosh! And th- this is not an enemy per se, although I guess you're racing it. But when you're doing those race level, I'm <laughs> yes. t- a wiggler in roller skates. Yeah, maybe that is what I would get as my tattoo. Is a wiggler on roller skates? <laughs> I love, I love these roller skates that all the that the wigglers, the yeah. Koopa Troopas, all of them have roller like the ones that have roller skates. They're like pink. It's so fun. I, I love these guys. Uh, I'm just gonna say a phrase, and we can either like it and talk about it or move on. Uh, Super Starlight Express. <laughs> and w- starring an all Wiggler cast. Whoa! All Wiggler? <laughs> um, uh, let's see. There, there's also the uh, Outma Ways, uh, which are like little Goomba looking guys that like throw stuff at you. Um, you can try like kicking a shell at them, but they will grab it and kick it back to you. Um, who else? Okay. Uh, not until the like final Bowser level, or not the final Bowser, but like the Bowser world, um, w- where we're introduced to the missile Megs. Um, oh, I don't, I haven't run into them yet. Yeah, so it's 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 only in that final. So we we've seen them in the trailer. Um, I don't know if you remember like a scene of like maybe four Yoshi's all together, and there are like uh, what seem to be long purple bullet bills coming out of the sky. Okay. Um. So this this is missile Meg. It is oh, a new. It's a variation okay. of the bullet bill. Um, that uh, is uh, longer and rideable. Um, and so there are a lot of fun like puzzles that way that they sort of become like moving platforms. And they serve in some ways a similar uh, role that the dolphins play in um, Super Mario World, which makes me think, when are we going to get 
Dr. Missile Meg. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Mario World, you were taken from us too too soon. soon. Too soon. Um, And then there are also Seeker Bullet Bills, which is a a fun enemy type that I just want to talk about for a second. Another one that doesn't appear until the Bowser World, um, where it's a bullet bill who, like, seems to have like its cannon attached to it so it'll like it'll uh kind of like home in on where mario is fire and then when it hits a wall or a platform so it can destroy blocks but when it hits like a wall or a platform it like stops and then like remounts itself and then does it again so like it can hunt you down uh and in a room where there are like three or four of them it takes a lot of maneuvering to not just get shot by these uh uh seeker bullet bills this is making me realize there's even there are so many new enemy types in the yes. game, plus a lot of classic mm-hmm. Mario enemies, and it all works. Totally, yes. Yeah, the, the new additions feel like... I would say the, the one place where the new additions don't totally feel like they fit to me are the bird-type enemies. Yeah. Um, you know, there's... Uh, you, you mentioned the... I don't like the condarts at all. The yeah. ones that, like kind of like create platforms for you. I thought those were fun. I think they're fun. Yeah, they're bluebirds. Yeah. B-L-E-W. Uh, the, I think those are fun. I feel like the design of them doesn't necessarily jive with like uh, Goombas and Koopas and stuff. Um, There's but... also the like fish that mm-hmm. angle out of the water um, and will like jump out. Anglefish? Anglefish. <laughs> there you go. Might, might be angelfish. I'm not going to decode that right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I, I I mean, I think, uh, by and large, I think the new enemies, uh, fit very nicely with the old enemies, um, and, uh, is just a, a, a lot of fun. Do you know what I also really look forward to each time, and this is saying something for me, is the encounters with, uh, Bowser Jr. Okay, that's interesting. I, because what I think is really fun about them, and I've maybe only done two, three, I'm not even sure, but uh, what I like about them is, just like so many, and many other things in the game, there's variations on them. So, yeah. you know, it's not like boom, boom, where you're kind of going to do the same thing every time, and maybe they'll fly or something like that. Um, yes, this is Bowser Jr. is going to uh, get into a shell and just, like, spin around. But then... But the environment's totally The environment goes yeah. crazy. Right. And that is, like, the first one... You know, like you get really big and about, you know, and then you get really really small small. switches. Yeah. And then the second one, like the, uh, uh, the terrain starts going like up and down, but then it changes viscosity and like, and then there's like, uh, floating like water bubbles that you're swimming through or like there's water just on the ceiling and yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, that's the sort of thing that I think is really fun. The one that I was kind of let down by was the like end of the airships the conveyor belts i don't get it i don't get it either <laughs> it's i i don't it, it, like is there a challenge in these things I, yeah because it seems like so it's like a um a bowser like machine yeah. that is spitting out things at you on onto like a conveyor belt yeah and the challenge sometimes they're bombs sometimes they're enemies like and it, but they're never it's never like surprising it's like a really readable pattern. And the challenge is, I guess, supposed to be mirroring the original Super Mario Brothers. Because basically sure. it's like with the, those Bowsers or the Koopa encounters or whatever, where he's on the bridge and you have to jump over him or run under him, like learn the pattern and then hit the hammer on the other side to destroy the bridge. And so this, you know, you have this Bowser mechanism that is sending enemies out or things out at you on a conveyor belt. And so... 
each time I get fooled where it's like, oh, am I, I'm supposed to like take this bomb and throw it into its mouth. Yes. But and then you're like, no, I just need to push the big red button. Yeah, I just button. need to push the, yeah. I just need to jump up once. on it and push the I big red button once. I just need to do once. that once. And it's kind of, it's kind of a dud. I think, I think that boss encounter happens three or four times throughout the game and uh, the, it does ramp up in difficulty, but even the most difficult one is a run straight for it, one shot, you don't screw it up ever um, experience. So like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally agree that, like, that is a bummer of a boss fight. The final Bowser boss fight, good. Multiple stages to it. Um, you have to apply different things that you've learned throughout that level and throughout the game uh, in its entirety. Good. It is a good boss fight. Um, where are we? We've got a little outline here to sort of, like, help, help guide us here. Um, oh, so there's the different uh, level types um, that we've touched on a, a, a little bit. Um, but Mark, you mentioned the search party and how uh, you use um, how like the online play helps you explore those. Yeah, that's right. So search parties are levels where, well, one thing that I, I think is very cool about the game is like we talked about in Tuesday's episode, unlike traditional 2D Mario games or previous 2D Mario games, which progression was linear, you basically had to uh, beat a level in order to advance. And if you couldn't beat that level, you were just stuck forever. Right. Um, that is not the case in this game, which pulls much more, it feels much more like Super Mario 3D World, where there's an open, there's a f couple of times where it funnels you in and you are, in order to advance, you have to do this thing. So uh, uh, Super Mario 3D World, while it does appear that you can like walk freely, there are, it is still linear. Like you still can't advance from you you can't skip level two and go right to three because like the path hasn't filled in until you've beaten the level. Oh, I f for some reason I was thinking there were times where you could choose what levels there you wanted to do, like it, very similar it forks to. Off, okay, uh, but like that's kind of it. Like oh, you still interesting. Okay, um, you still mostly have to approach those games linearly. Okay, so I guess in presentation it looks kind of similar to 3D World. Yeah, but it acts differently mm -hmm. because you're able to. You know, the uh, worlds are kind of open areas that you can run around in, and there's secrets for you to discover. Like, you encounter Captain Toad, or you might uh, find a hidden area, or things like that. And so you can choose which levels you want to go to, much more like a 3D Mario game. And the way you advance is by collecting a certain number of, like, wonder seeds, and that'll open up, like, the next level. Right, so some of the wonder seeds you can collect uh, quickly by just, like, jumping into, like, there's a poplin house in every world where, like, he just gives you a wonder seed. You can buy a wonder seed at the, sh at the shop. There are some of these, like, break time uh, levels that are, like, single-screen experiences that are really quick and yeah. just kind of, like, here's one experience. Here's one puzzle for you to figure out. Here's one Sometimes thing for you to do. Yeah. yeah. Here's one thing for you to do, and you'll get this wonder seed. And there's this other type called search party where there's, like, wonder seed medallions that you have to pick up. But the levels, I feel like, are really designed to either be played with uh, multiplayer, like local co-op, or I've been playing them online. And I think that's such a fun way to do it because you see little shadows like running around. People are leaving each other hints. People are like crouching a bunch in an area. Yeah. And I really like that. But I'm curious, you, it seems like you've played mostly offline. And so how you've enjoyed those search party levels. Um, so the search party levels are actually the ones that I most frequently go into the online so I can see what other people are doing. They're tough. They can be tough to decode by yourself. Um, uh, and to the point where um, 
you know, you I usually when I encounter a level, I'm like, I'm gonna get the wonder seeds in here. Uh and I'm I'm not always like uh I'm gonna get everything and then move on. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, uh, if I skip some of the the ten purple coin things, that's fine. Um but uh the search party in the uh lava level was the first one that I was like I don't know where this fifth emblem is. And like, I just, I'm going to move on. Uh, I'll come back later. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a one that I have to revisit, but yeah, like they're really tricky because they're kind of that, um, that like Mario puzzle room sort of thing that I don't really think was popular until Mario maker. Right. Like I think super Mario maker invented this or like the, the creators that were using the tools sort of invented this like tight puzzle box of a Mario level where like you just had to jump in the right places or like go down the pipes the right way or whatever um, to trigger very specific things happening. Um, And it's not about platforming and it's not like it is really about exploring every inch of the space. Yeah. I've, I've really, I've really liked them. Um, I'm not, I understand the reason why they're there. I'm not that crazy about the Poplin houses where you just get a wonder seed for showing up. I kind of wish it would happen faster. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You know what I mean? It's like, if that's what this is going to be, right. I am kind of sometimes uh, surprised at the amount of text. Like, yes. occasionally, yeah. like, uh, the, and I think it's, I guess, to explain to people who maybe this is their first Mario game or younger children to help them understand. But uh, Prince F- Florian likes to talk sometimes. He do- he does like to talk sometimes. Never really more than like three or four lines it's at a true. time. It's true. It's true. But also it's like, you could have said that in one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of things that talk, I was skeptical. Flowers. On uh, the talking flowers in the trailers in, when it was first revealed. I, I was like, I don't know that I like this. Yeah. I might turn these off because that is an option. That is an option. You can't you turn it off. It. Yep. I can't imagine this game without the talking flowers. They are. I love them. They're an integral part of the soundscape. They're an integral part of like the moment to moment experience. And they're also, for me, a trigger when I've done the thing that I'm supposed to do. Because there are sometimes, sometimes when you encounter a flower, uh, he'll say something as you run past. But other, there are times when like, there is a flower there and you're like, he doesn't say anything. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I have, <laughs> I've got to like do something to make this guy talk. And you know, that that'll then like reveal a pipe or, uh, you know, a, a purple coin or something I can push something like that. Um, but yeah, I really like them. It's just like a little cue of like, maybe there's something here. You know, I, I like when they're like stuck in a block of ice and you get yeah, them out too. and they say something or they're like underwater or yep. hidden in an area. Uh, yeah, they're d- it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, no, they they totally work for me. Um, uh, and I like that they're like, even when they're suffering, they're like pretty positive. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's a good it's 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 a it's a good dynamic. While we're praising things, yes, should we take a moment to praise a poplin? Praise a poplin, Mark. I know you feel very strongly about the poplins. I I, I like them, but I don't. They feel this basically the same as toads to me, but yeah. See, that's very that's very funny. I feel like they're like toads refined. Yes, they're like the gentlemen's toads. They're, yeah, they're like I've heard you say yeah, a couple they're, times. They're like yeah, that's right. They're like Nintendo realized the mistake of toads, right? They're there like, are still three playable toads <laughs> in this game. They're like toads are like irredeemable monsters. Mm. 
that okay. we've created a friend, Captain Toad, <laughs> and <in there>. unleashed <laughs> onto the world. And we're getting a chance to do a do-over okay. with Poplins. Yeah. So we're going to take a lot of things about Toads and just make it a little bit nicer. Their voices, not as annoying. This is true. They yodel. They do yodel. How cute is that? Yeah, they're, it's pretty cute. They, um, there's no question about whether their flowers are hats or part of their head. We know that it's part of their head. So the game also specifies, you know, there are like little uh, facts about like Mario and friends. Uh-huh. The game actually does say that the toads, that those are parts of their head. Oh, not, well, there we go. So okay. like, it, it's putting the debate to bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I... Just think that they're like really cute. Uh huh. Um, I like poplins a lot. Now, there are some poplins that we meet uh, a little bit later in in the uh, the 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 mushroom level, the 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 fungi level of the flower kingdom, um, that have little pickaxes, like they're mining in in the fungi mines, um, and that feels like they're treading on toad territory to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a little bit where I'm like, hey. You know, work your own side of the street here, <laughs> right, guys. Right. Because, um, like, Captain Toad, as b- previously mentioned, is in this game. He doesn't, you don't get to really do anything with him, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but, like, that pickaxe, that I, I, that's, for no, me, that's him. No, no, no. It's true. And, look, I, I like to joke about Toads being crimes against nature. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I like Toads. Mm. And so I don't want Poplins to replace, replace the, toads. the Toads. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, as as we are on this topic of the toads and the playable characters, uh, tell me a little bit about a little bit about your experience with the play. Did, did you just always play as Mario? I've mostly been playing as Mario. I yeah. did like in the beginning switch. Like I played as Daisy for a little while. Um, I've I think maybe I played at least a level as all of them except. Yoshi's. I have not played as Yoshi at all. Yeah. And I have not played as Nabbit at all. Yeah. Well, Yoshi and Nabbit, uh, you know, they they play differently. They cannot access the power-ups. So it, it does feel like it would be strange to play as them because there would be so many things that you'd be locked out of um, if you're playing it by yourself as uh, a, a Yoshi or a Nabbit. The version of this game where you can't turn into an elephant? What are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, but uh, I played a little bit with Sarah um, where she was playing as Mario and I played as the classic green Yoshi, who, by the way, is just called Yoshi, right? It's, uh, it, it's, it's Yoshi, yellow Yoshi, light blue Yoshi, and red Yoshi, I think, um, and then Nabbit. Um, and it was fun to... Uh, have one of us be a regular character and the other one not be. I found it odd that, uh, well, I can't, well, a Yoshi can't use a power-up. He sure can accidentally collect it, um, oh. preventing Mario from getting it. So, like, it, uh, it goes just by reserve. running into it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. Feels like it should just, like, go right through him, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. If you can't, I mean, I guess if it goes, it goes into reserve, it's not, at least it's not being, like, wasted. But yeah, yeah, that's true. Then then you can still like use it all that way. But yeah, uh, it's just like one more step where it's kind of just like yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. So I I haven't played local co op at all. Yeah, which uh, I really want to do because I think it just like with the new Super Mario Brothers games, I think it'll be a very different experience. Yeah, and I it's it's fun and way less chaotic than a new Super Mario Brothers game because you can't like 
getting each other's way basically although like the yoshi plus mario experience means that uh mario keeps landing on the yoshi's back and then like you got to jump off to be like no no no, i don't want to do that i want to go by myself so like there is some element of like you're still kind of constantly interacting but it it is fun to approach the game with a different set of tools and be like oh no i'll just like uh you can't get around these spiky balls Uh, i'll just uh slurp them up as yoshi and like throw them back at the spikes that have been uh tossing them around so um, it, it is a cool dynamic to have like a different move set for for the Yoshi's. You finished the game. How how, well, how did you play it? Like, did you um just go straight through and not try to double back and find secrets and levels or get wonder seeds or wonder coins or whatever that you miss? So or- I always tried to get um the wonder seeds that were uh, apparent from like the title screen of it. So if it if it shows three wonder seeds i'm getting all three of those wonder seeds if it shows two i'm getting both um i was not always getting secret exits out of levels um but sometimes i would see that like there was something beyond where the level was and i would go back in to like try and find the the uh second way through but for the most part i was um kind of just uh mainlining it right like i I wasn't like going way back into like dig through every single thing which is what i'm gonna do now um to to kind of clean up um but uh i did the first three worlds and then uh you have like the rest of the um pedal islands uh become accessible to you and you can just like do pedal island straight through uh, and choose each of the offshoots of uh worlds four five and six to really approach them in whatever order you want um but i cleaned up all of the pedal islands first and then went back and did the desert the fungi mines and then the lava level um but uh to answer a a question that you uh, you didn't realize you had asked how am i playing it i'm using the super nes controller um oh you had mentioned that uh, you wanted to yes how has that been fantastic so i enjoyed playing this game uh in handheld mode i enjoyed playing this game so using joy cons um i enjoyed playing this game with the pro controller um uh, and it was it's fascinating to hear the little chirps that the both the pro controller and the Joy-Con can make that sound like there's a speaker in them, even though I know there's not. It's just the HD rumble uh, being magic. Um, but the Super NES controller has all the buttons I need, and it's got that D-pad, baby, um, which is uh, when I'm playing with the pro controller, I go back and forth between using the left thumbstick and the, uh, like, d-pad and i just find neither of them to be like quite as precise as i want um but the super nes controller is just it's like perfect it's exactly what i want that's fun i've been playing primarily in handheld mode but that makes me want to try with a uh super nintendo controller you totally should i i was playing in um in the i was playing in bed uh last night and i took the i had I, I was playing in handheld mode and was like no you know what i want to just set the set it up on like a book on my stomach and then use the super nes controller to uh control it there because i for, for me like it's the way to play the game one thing that uh i don't feel like i've really expressed well enough when what i why i really like this game is that i it really is constantly surprising me in yes. a way that no Mario 2D platformer has ever done before. And would you say those surprises are mostly Wonder Flower related or 
Are there other surprises? There's, a, I feel like it's other, like, just like, uh, a lot of times it is Wonderflower related where I'm, I end up doing something that, or turning into something that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. But the levels themselves, a lot of times, are, like, making me laugh, or I'm yep. just, like, kind of, like, delighted by what I'm seeing or experiencing. Um, it's, it's a really, it's a different kind of joy than other 2D Mario platformers have brought me in the past. Well, that, that that's funny because I was actually just about to draw a parallel to like the original Super Mario Brothers. Um, and you know, I've I've been playing these games obviously for you know like forty years. Um, but like, there's, and I'm always trying to like figure out like where the joy in these games comes from, just because it feels like such a fundamental part of like my experience with video games. And like one of the arguments that I've always bought is that. Um, the original Super Mario Brothers is a comedy, right? That like the first thing you encounter looks like a mushroom and it kills you. Then you hit a little block and like a different mushroom comes out and this mushroom is good for you, right? So like right from the jump, it's like sending you these different expectations, these different messages about things that look the same. Um, and then as you continue through uh, World 1-1, um, you know, they have these things where there's like the little... Uh, like block steps that you have to like jump over. Um, and the first time you encounter it, there's no pit in the middle. And then the second time there is a pit and you fall into it and you die, right? Like that the game is setting you up for all of these, uh, like setting up expectations and subverting them. Uh, and that fundamentally that is a comedy move. Um, and that that is something that I don't feel like is super present in a lot of other games and definitely not in uh, in games not coming from Nintendo. Um, and this Super Mario Brothers Wonder feels to me like it is tapping into that same comedy instinct in a way that I don't know that we've seen since the original Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that's so interesting. I do think, I think you're right. I think a lot of it is like, subverting expectations mm -hmm. or um, doing zigging when you expect it to zag. Absolutely. And the game yes. does that a ton and it's, it's fun each time. Cause just like super Mario brothers, it feels like it's doing it in a fair way. Yes. Like the second, the second time that you see those uh, in super Mario brothers, that you see those bricks and there's a pit in the middle. It's visually different. You can tell that it's a yes. pit, yes. you know, like, so it's, it's not like it's lying to you. It's just maybe right. not what you were expecting to happen. Absolutely. And I, I think this game does that a lot. And uh, and that is really... I Look, the art style is beautiful. It's super different from New Super Mario Brothers. Um, this is the most colorful Mario's ever been. This is the most beautiful that the game that these 2D games have ever looked. And But I think what makes it feel the most fresh is it has that sense of humor back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Are there other things that we want to touch on before I just praise the ending of this game? The one thing I want you yeah. had, you had mentioned secret exits before, and I have not found a single secret exit. But I'm also playing very I'm or I'm uh, I am not going back at all. If I go not through a level all. and okay. I miss a uh, wonder seed, as like, long as I'm you have enough forward. seeds, exactly. To to yeah, I'm just yeah. moving forward. And so, uh, but one thing that they, I wish that these games would do just like Super Mario World, is give a visual indicator if a level has a secret exit. Let me just tell you, uh, beat Bowser, get to the end, and then there's 
some kind of indicator. Okay, great. That is actually why I have taken on this philosophy of uh, ever since Odyssey. Yes, Odyssey is a great example. It has of this. changed yes. the way that I approach these games because in at the beginning of Odyssey, in a lot of Odyssey, but especially in the beginning. I was like, I'm going to try to get everything. I'm going to try to do it all. Right. And then you get to the end of Odyssey, and it's like, surprise, even if you tried to get it all, you didn't. Right. And here's a bunch of things that kind of like are more helpful. Yes. To, like the like checklist tools. is filled out. Yeah, yeah. Tools to help you uh, explore the world. And that's great to know that that is the case here, too. Yeah. Because... It's, it's not quite as dramatic as uh -huh. that. It's just that there are... Uh, now, uh, where there are worlds that you have not unlocked yet, yeah. there are question marks on the map. Okay, perfect. So, like, you, you can see, like, okay, I need to get over there. And, like, the secret exits and, like, secret worlds are all, like, linear enough uh -huh. that, like, yeah, you know which one you need to go okay, into to, great. to find it. This is great. This is great. Um, so, yeah, totally recommend uh, not just straight mainlining the game, but, like, um, yeah, you know, get, get to the end and then uh, keep playing. Speaking of the end, and again, I am not this. You can bail now if you want, like absolutely zero. Um, but I just want to uh, speak to Nintendo's uh, strength in their like big first-party games, with their endings being um, satisfying and feeling like endings. Um, I, I've spoken many times about the ending of Super Mario 3D World. Um, where uh, Bowser turns into a, a, a cat, he gets giant, um, and he touches the cherries. He uses all the power-ups, right? And chases you up this tower. Uh, and it's an epic, incredible moment uh, scored with this amazing music. Um, and it's just like one of those, like it's, it's a heroic moment at, at the end of that game that feels as though it's informed by everything that came before. I feel the same way about the end of Tears of the Kingdom, um, where it's just like, oh yes, it, it, every like moving or cool story beat or uh you know whatever from Tears of the Kingdom plays out in those final moments in that final uh Ganon battle, right? Um and I feel like Super Mario Brothers Wonder does that too. Um and I would love to talk specifics about how it does that, but I don't want to spoil that experience for anyone. That is amazing to hear. Uh, it makes uh, just another example of that that I can think of from the Mario universe is I felt that same way about Odyssey. Totally, yeah. Where when the ending of Odyssey, that final sequence of Odyssey happens and you're like, of course it was all building up to this. Yes. Like this makes, I am surprised and yet in hindsight I shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, the, truly that is the uh, the ending experience of um, Super Mario Bros. Wonder as, as well. Like I think they just do such a great job. And like, you know, we uh, at some point you and I went through and ranked all the Bowser fights um, in, uh, in in Mario games. Um, and one of the things that we would like ding them for was like, uh, yeah, you know, this is just like you're fighting Bowser and like that's not really what you're doing for most of the game. Most of the game you're like platforming. Um, and so like a thing where you just have to like fight Bowser feels like a uh, um, like a betrayal of what the game has been the whole time. Uh, and it, this is just absolutely not that. Oh, like, I am. I'm so excited. And maybe next uh, news episode, we'll be able to, I'm hoping I'll have beaten it by then and we can maybe talk about it in more detail then. Ooh, very good. A little tease. Uh, all right, Mark, any, any final thoughts before we close out our conversation here? No, I mean, just what a, what a great game. Yeah. What a, what, what a fantastic game. Um, I do, uh, you know, I, I do think that if you were to like, go back to 2017, right? And 
when we were like approaching the end of the year and being like, what's the better game? Is it Breath of the Wild or is it Odyssey? I could see like an argument for Odyssey. Um, here at the end of 2023, I'm like, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom is it. Yeah, you know, I think, yeah, 2D Marios are just a different experience. Absolutely. But how crazy that 2023 is mirroring 2017 and that we have a new yeah. uh, Zelda game and a new Mario game. Well, and that's like, that's the first year of the Switch and what we perceive to be the final year of the Switch, right? Um, it's a it, it's a very interesting, I don't know, it's always maybe an interesting time to be a Nintendo fan. Um, but like, yeah, just seeing that this is like the second big gun that they fired this year in a year that also had a, a, a great Fire Emblem game and a great Pikmin game and like Metroid Prime Remastered. Like it's a good year for switch yeah um and for first party nintendo stuff uh even if it seems like the platform is like dying or languishing or something like it's still got some incredible games on it so um yep uh all right mark let's close this conversation out and of course as always we are very oh god oh god (laughs) of course uh, no no (laughs) If you want to tell us about your experience playing Super Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, get in the Discord. Email us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Uh, Mark, I'm a mess. You want to take us out? <laughs> Our, I've never done this before. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it yeah. for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Thank you so much to our 16-bit patrons, Connor McCabe, Patrice Millette, and David Hendley. Join our Discord, like Patrick said. Email or tweet at us for an invitation. Anthony DeLuca made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can find more of his music at 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Patrick Ellers, this is Mark Mitchell saying, I know how to say Patrick's last name. It's Ellers. It's not Allers. Right? My my last name was misspelled in the show notes for uh, Video Games and Comedy Show this week. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 